Now it's time for this week's Russiagate update. Today we turn to Katha Pollitt. She's been thinking about the arguments made by some of our friends on the left who are skeptics about the evidence that Russia attempted to interfere with the 2016 election in an effort to make Trump president. Katha, of course, is a poet, essayist, and award-winning columnist for the nation. Her most recent book is Pro Reclaiming Abortion Rights. It's out now in paperback. We reached her today in Manhattan. Hi, Katha. Hi, John. Well, let's start with the headlines on Tuesday. House Intelligence Committee Republicans said that their investigation has concluded they found no evidence of collusion between Trump's presidential campaign and Russia to sway the 2016 election. Republicans said they agreed with American intelligence agencies that Russia had interfered, but they broke with the agencies on one Crucial point, the Russians, they said, had not favored Trump's candidacy. This ends the investigation by the House Intel Committee. What do you say to that? No evidence of collusion. Well, you know, it's interesting because they didn't interview some very important people here. They didn't interview Manafort, Papadopoulos, Gates, all of whom are under indictment. Um, you'd think they would might have something relevant to say. So this is just another example, John, of how the Republican Party has completely corrupted itself and is totally in the tank for Trump. Well, let's look at some of the other arguments made by Russiagate skeptics, including some of our colleagues at The Nation. One of the things they say is that focusing on Russiagate means neglecting more important things. Look at Rachel Maddow. Russiagate is pretty much all she talks about. Well, you know, she does seem a bit obsessed. I I grant them that. But, you know, that is really a terrible argument because in life we often have to look at more than one thing at a time. And the idea that because Russiagate is consuming uh, you know, a certain amount of attention and energy in political discourse means that we're not talking about other things. That's absurd. That's absurd. We are talking about a lot of things, and Russiagate is an important story. I mean, you'll notice nobody says, oh, my goodness, gun control is getting too much ink. Let's talk about something else. Me too, too much ink. Let's talk about something else. This is brought out to say Russiagate is trivial. But how do we know it's trivial before we know exactly what it was? I think people are leaping to conclusions here. Another thing we hear is that the reason Democrats are focusing on Russiagate is that they want to avoid talking about the real reasons they lost the election. It wasn't because of Russian interference. It was because of Hillary's campaign. And what we really need to look at is why people didn't vote for Hillary. That's the important thing. Well, I wish I had a penny for every article written about why Hillary's campaign was terrible. There has been no lack of that. (laughs) Um, You know, it does seem to me that the Democratic Party is doing really well in special elections. Um, And that, to me, argues that a certain amount of energy has been spent 
by the Democratic Party in saying, you know, we've got to get over the election. We've got to understand what we did wrong. We have to run candidates that will appeal to people. Um, there's, you know, look at Virginia, New Jersey, Washington State. Look, even Alabama. So I would say this picture that the Democrats are uh, just obsessing with Russiagate and not looking to their own, to clean their own house is, is not borne out by the facts. Another thing we hear is that, well, yeah, maybe Russian bots and trolls uh, did post on Facebook and did tweet, but those were really insignificant, hardly seen by anybody in the gigantic world of social media. Well, I don't know anything about analyzing social media, but Columbia University social media analyst Jonathan Albright argued that their organic reach, whatever that may be, I think that's forwards and RTs and all like that, uh, was actually huge, um, potentially billions of shares. But even if that's not true, even if the critics are right, the media campaign was a flop, the more important thing that the Russians are alleged uh, on pretty strong evidence to have done was the mass release of emails from the DNC and John Podesta by WikiLeaks. That got a huge amount of attention, mass publicity for months and months and months. And that was what solidified the narrative that the primary was fixed, the Democrats are corrupt, Hillary and everyone around her are just horrible people and dishonest schemers. Um, and that set off Pizzagate. Remember Pizzagate? That I was mean, a big one. Uh, yeah, that was a big one. Completely different kind of argument that the skeptics offer. If Russia did meddle in our election... It's nothing that we haven't done to other countries for the last 50 years. That comes pretty close to admitting that they did meddle, which is the, which is the very thing they're supposed to be contesting. Um, but, you know, it's not as if the Russians interfered to avenge our overthrow of Mossadegh and Allende and many other, uh, other um, elected governments. They did it for their own purposes. And I don't see why the proper answer for leftists is that, oh, sure, here we are. Come, come interfere with our elections. We're bad. Um, that, that is not the answer. The answer is to say we shouldn't do it and they shouldn't do it either. Another argument that we get from the skeptics is that focusing on Russiagate won't win elections because voters, especially the voters who aren't already committed Democrats, care mostly about bread and butter issues. They care about health care, about raising the minimum wage, about free college. That's what will win votes for Democrats, and that's what we should all be talking about. Well, I think we are talking about those things. I think if you look at uh, uh, Connor Lamb, who's running... In, I mean, should I mention him, John, because he's, his election is today? But well, if you look at, look at all those people who ran in Virginia, for example, they didn't run on Russiagate. They ran on Trump is terrible. They ran on we need, a, you know, we need to uh, have a better highway system. They ran on all kinds of local issues, and, on, and, and uh, they got out the vote on the basis of, you know, of, of those issues and also on the basis of... Uh, you know, Trump being a terrible president. They ran on the basis of the misogyny that has overtaken our government now. Um, uh, you know, Russiagate was not the big issue there. Russia isn't the, the, a big, uh, big issue in any of these, uh, these special elections we've been having. So I don't really understand where that comes in. Um, 
I think that, um, you know, these local candidates are, uh, you know, pretty, uh, pretty much dealing with the issues that are on the table for everybody. Um, and some of them are talking a lot about health care and the other issues that Bernie Sanders has raised. Some of them are, some of them are Bernie Sanders people. Well, we're trying to find this out, but it doesn't help when the Republicans shut down their own investigation. But the Mueller investigation is, is coming right along. And, um, you know, like I say, I, I don't think we know yet. I, but I, what I don't like is dismissing this thing for reasons like, um, I would rather we were all talking about health care, or I don't like the FBI. One we've seen in the nation over the last few months is that this whole thing is a McCarthyite smear of the skeptics. What do you say to that? Well, you know, McCarthyite is such a funny word because, of course, there hasn't been a Soviet Union for a long time, and there isn't a Soviet Union involved in this case. Um, but I think it tries to trade, that word tries to trade on the emotional resonance of a, the politics of a bygone era. But, you know, here's another thing. Uh, under McCarthy, people who criticized our government were accused of being agents of a foreign power. They lost their jobs. A few of them went to jail. But today, McCarthy is being used uh, against uh, to say, we Russiagate skeptics are being demonized. But they're not. <laughs> they're not. They're appearing on Tucker Carlson and CNN, like Gren Greenwald and some of my nation colleagues. Masha Gessen, who has argued against the importance of Russiagate from the beginning, is one of the most admired journalists in the country, and justly so. So I don't just look around at who is getting attention paid to their words and see, oh, these poor Russia skeptics, no one is listening to them. People are listening to them. They just don't agree with them. And they're not losing their jobs. And they're not losing their jobs. Um, they're doing very well, and they occupy an enormous amount of uh, quite a bit of of media real estate, like The Intercept. You know, Masha is at The New Yorker and The New York Review of Books. Our, our magazine has five, count them, five Russia skeptics writing all the time. So I just don't see how McCarthyism has anything to do with this. Katha Pollitt, you can read her new column. It's called Let's Get Real About Russiagate at thenation.com. Thank you, Katha. Thank you so much for having me, John. It's always a pleasure. You've been listening to Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine. You can hear more interviews like this one at thenation.com, and you can subscribe to Start Making Sense at iTunes Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Wiener. Thanks for listening. Thank you.